Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I welcome you to episode 20 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. My name is Deacon Steve. I'm a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. This week is the so-called, we celebrate the so-called Day of Love, Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. In reality, St. Valentine, officially known as St. Valentine of Rome, is a, was a 3rd century Roman saint, wi- widely celebrated on February 14th and commonly associated with, quote, courtly love, unquote. Although not much of St. Valentine's life is reliably known, and whether or not the stories involve two different saints by the same name is also not officially decided. It is highly agreed that St. Valentine was martyred and then buried near Rome. The real St. Valentine reminds us of what really is. Love, giving, sacrifice. Stay tuned to learn more. Question of the Week I read something that Catholics believe there are different kinds of love. Is that true? Can you tell me more? Answer. Good question. The Catholic Church believes in four kinds of love. The storge, which is kind of empathy. Philia, friendship. Eros, romantic. And agape, unconditional God love. Most of us know Scorge and Philia. We know what empathy is. We know about friendship. When we can empathize and have compassion for one another and maintain friendships, we have those kinds of love. Eros is romantic love, including physical attraction, sometimes known as lust. Eros desires to have for oneself. It's about possessing, passion, fire, those kinds of things. Agape love is a love of God, a love that is giving, a love that is sacrificing, a love that is unconditional, a love that is focused on the good of the other. So yes, there are different kinds of love, and we are called to love as God loves us. Our meditation this week comes from an unknown author. You shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mark 12, 30-31. It's interesting to see how these two great commandments go together. First of all, the commandment to love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength is pretty straightforward. The key to understanding this is that it's an all-consuming and total love. Nothing can be held back from loving God. Every part of our being must be fully dedicated to the love of God. 
Though much could be said about that love so as to understand it in a deeper and deeper way. It's also important to see the link between the first and second commandments. Together, these two commandments summarize the Ten Commandments given by Moses. But the link between the two is essential to understand. The second commandment says you must love your neighbor as yourself. So this begs the question, how do I love myself? The answer to that is found in the first commandment. First and foremost, we are called to love ourselves by loving God with all that we have and all that we are. Loving God is the best thing we can do for ourselves and therefore is the key to loving ourselves. The connection then between the two commandments that Christ gave us is that loving our neighbor as we love ourselves means that everything we do for others should help them to love God with their whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is done by our words, but especially by our influence. When we love God with everything, our love of God will be contagious. Others will see our love of God, our passion for Him, our desire for Him, our devotion and our commitment. They will see it and be attracted to it. They'll be attracted to it because love of God is, in fact, very attractive. Witnessing this sort of love inspires others and makes them want to imitate our love. So reflect today on how deep your love of God is. Just as importantly, reflect upon how well you let that love of God shine forth for others to see. Should be very free in letting your love of God be lived and expressed in an open way. When you do so, others will see this, and you will be loving them as you love yourself. Our topic this week, you may have guessed it, true love. We hear a lot, especially around Valentine's Day, about true love. I want to talk and find my true love. We have the metaphor of Cupid shooting his arrows of love. As Catholics, it is important that we know what love is and what love is not. Sorry for those romantics among you, but don't shoot me now, metaphorically, of course. But love is not simply a feeling. If that were true, no one would ever stay married, because feelings change like the wind in a tornado. True love is a choice, a decision of a person to choose to be committed to the good of another human being. This kind of love is not about getting, it's about giving. It's about being willing to sacrifice oneself for the other, even and especially when it is inconvenient. This kind of love is not earned. It is a gift given unconditionally. May we learn to love this way so that our love can be what it is meant to be, true love.
Our gospel this week comes from the gospel of Luke, chapter 6, verse 17 and 20 to 26, often known as the Sermon on the Plain. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a stretch of level ground with a great crowd of his disciples and a large number of the people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the coastal regions of Tyre and Sidon. And raising his eyes toward his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice! and weep for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven. For their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are now filled, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you, when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today in the Gospel of St. Luke, we hear Jesus telling us the qualities that we need to be one with him and to live our call to be his disciple. These are not qualities the world teaches. The world tells us that we strive to be rich, have a pain-free life, and to be filled with the pleasures of the world. Jesus tells us the exact opposite. We are called to be focused on God, which means that we're not caring about the riches of the world. We are called to make Jesus our King, meaning that we accept suffering and want to be filled with the Lord, not by the things of this world. May our Lord give us the grace to detach from the things of this world so that we can be rich in what is truly important. Amen. Well, we've finished episode 20 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. If you have any questions or topics you'd like discussed, please email me at deaconstevew at gmail.com. Let us pray. Lord, help us to live according to your will. Help us to love you as we are called to love you with our hearts, our souls, and our might. And help us to love ourselves and one another in that way. Let us pray. Lord, help us to be holy, to serve you above all else. Let us always make you the center of our lives. Let us finish by praying the prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own, you've given all to me, 
you would, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. My brothers and sisters, please bow your head to receive God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you what only he can give you, his peace. And may Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us continue our journey of living our faith, loving more and more our God, ourselves, and one another. As we continue that journey to holiness, as we strive in living the Catholic faith.